Jerkoffs, we're back. How you doing? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Daniel Muggleton here. Welcome to the Union Jackoff, where we chat with comedians from around the world about moving to the UK, the United Kingdom, Britain, uh, soon to be no longer a part of Europe, maybe. I know, we did the Brexit episode so long ago, it seems, but finally... I think finally it might actually be happening. There seems to be some whispering of a deal having been reached by Boris Johnson or Bojo, as we shorten all politicians' names now for some reason. I don't know why that's happening, but as an Australian, it does make me feel very comfortable. Love an abbreviation back home. Shout out to our PM, ScoMo. Uh, but how are we doing, guys? I'm good. I am... I'm back. I had a I had a big away week last week. I came to you from Sweden, went to Denmark as well, and then on the Sunday, headlined a show in Italy in Milan. Uh, I should specify Milan because I found out that uh, Italy not a particularly united country. I think that's the best way to describe it. Like it's uh, very very distinct areas, uh, north of Rome, south of Rome. Uh, Milan seems to be like the kind of fancy, richer area, or so the comedians from Milan were explaining to me. Um, it was probably when I, when I did. It's the only gear. It's the second gig I've ever done where everyone else on the lineup was speaking a different language to me. Uh, I was I was closing the show uh, there, and everyone else on the bill was speaking in Italian. Uh, MC, all the other, I think there's like four other acts on, all Italian. There was apparently like a very famous uh, Italian comedian there who was like there in the days before uh, Italy referred to it as stand-up comedy. They were more like just a broader comedian. This guy would do monologues at cabarets. Uh, and apparently, that's it's only been like five years in Italy that it's been like stand-up kind of American influenced. Uh, so still a very young scene there. And uh, I got on. I was very terrified. Uh, the green room spread, I got to say, the best I've ever seen in my life. There was like mortadella. There was prosciutto. There were olives and shit and some beers. It was a great little green room spread. Um, and then the room was really cool. And then I got on stage and I was told, don't worry, these guys watch stand-up specials in English all the time. Their English is great. Don't worry about it. And I got in there and I had a pretty good set. I got to say, it was very scary just because I really had no idea what stuff they'd relate to, uh, what stuff they wouldn't. Um, for anyone who, want, who anyone who knows any of my jokes, uh, they definitely got on board with the fact that uh, English people are ugly. <laughs> that was an easy sell. Um, <coughs> and by the way, let me let me specify, a lot of these European gigs you do, the crowd is largely like expats, right? Like, you know, people from the UK living in those cities or kind of more international people from like other countries who like live in those cities. Um, but this was all Italian. Like every single person was Italian. Uh, I didn't realize just how Italian I looked until I realized I look like literally every other comedian on the lineup. If you're on my Instagram at Dan Muggleton, you might, I think there's like a photo of it there. Me and the other four, like three of the comedians who are on, and we just look like we're related somehow. Um, but yeah, they got around English people being ugly. Uh, they got around 
they got around. What do they? They liked. They liked talking about languages. They enjoyed that. Like a little bit of Brexit stuff, uh, but they didn't really understand the race stuff. And as it was explained to me by the other comedians, that like uh, Italians don't really think of themselves as like white. They kind of think of themselves as like half African, half European. So like the kind of typical like white, black like racial jokes don't really work there because like it's just a different understanding of race and uh the other one was my my i have some stuff about me too and uh (laughs) i swear this is what they said to me they're like oh me too hasn't really happened here yet so that kind of dynamic (laughs) is uh not particularly applicable uh so the crowd wouldn't really understand it and the other thing was uh it turned like the big ending turns on the word quiche and uh apparently italians don't call it a quiche so this is like the big closing joke. Like, you know, it was all going well up until that point. And then I said quiche and they were like, huh? And I don't know any other words for quiche. So I just kind of had to press on and just be like, cheers, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. And uh, yeah, man, it was it was cool. It was cool to have done the gig. Uh, I found out afterwards that uh, Louis C.K. had done a show there with those guys maybe like a month beforehand. Um yeah, because like he's just kind of going around doing shows in in scenes that'll get no coverage, and why we're better than Italy, right? Um, and what was the other one? Oh yeah, they, they clap heaps, like heaps. Like I know, like Americans are known as like quite a clappy comedy audience, but like Italians, like they'll just clap instead of laugh. Like they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, that was pretty good." Just give it a little clap there. So which was nice because uh, you know it's it's nice to have like a little second to compose yourself as a comedian and figure out which one of your uh, very English Australian jokes might go well next. I got to say their English was good. So next time Italians kind of give you that like, oh, schools are no English. Like they're fucking with you. They can definitely speak English, but they cannot speak English as well as the Swedes and the Danes, uh, which makes sense uh, because I think the Swedish people and the Danish people learn English from when they're like six years old. So theirs is pretty, pretty wild uh, in terms of coverage. And I did also like uh, one of the Italian comics, uh, his name's Luca. Luca was awesome. He was so funny. I could tell even though he was speaking Italian, I could tell he was really good at comedy. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but give it a go at some point. Like just uh, ever ever just watch a comedian, watch a comedian in another language. Uh, and then just like, you can tell by like the pacing and the timing and the rhythm, like it's so universal that you can be like, oh, that guy really gets it all that that lady doesn't get it so much you know what i mean even though you have no idea what they're talking about um i did watch the whole show in italian just to see what i could pick up and i did not get a single joke uh from the context of it at all uh so i just want to say that that was pretty cool um definitely just you know being like hey come do this gig uh to a bunch of italians after they've just heard people in their native language and still getting some laughs so that was that was nice that was a cool little thing and then i had to get out of there on italian public transport and an italian airport and it was a fucking nightmare i gotta say they have not nailed the airport like i like i think i think like the italian fear of flying like you know like you go like southern italy like they always clap when the plane lands like they're still kind of quite nervous about flying they definitely carry that through to the airport in general there is just a sense of panic uh, or like just complete disinterest. It kind of oscillates between those two. 
Like just either either everyone's yelling at everybody because they're late for their flight and shit's going crazy or like you're late for your flight and you want them to do their job quickly and they could not give a fuck. Uh, there is definitely no just kind of middle ground uh, in, in terms of my personal experience uh, at Italian airports. Um, so that was cool. I'm in, I'm in the UK for this little week. This Sunday, we've got another Australian Comedians Dope comedy show, this time at the Bill Murray in Angel. I'll be hosting that if you guys want to come see me live uh you can check that out at the bill murray it's 6 30 p.m uh, i think tickets are like seven quid and who do we have on we got james nokise uh who was just on the podcast with his wife laura davis uh she's uh, he's subbing in for her we've also got patrick healy who's a great young australian act in the uk absolutely tearing it up over here and hannah brissenden who i've not seen before but i'm excited to see what she's got on sunday uh what else do i got for it what else do i have nothing i think i think we should get into this week's episode uh we had orlando on recently orlando baxter from boston uh this week i've got a pair of americans uh we got russell hicks you've probably heard russell's name on this podcast before uh he's he's very well known in the uk circuit he goes on stage no prepared material talks to the crowd always kills uh we did a university gig together recently uh, and he just whipped this nothing crowd into shape, climbing on the tables, yelling at people, forcing the crowd forward. It was majestic. Uh, and our friendship is quite funny because I always seem to annoy him, which you will see at the start of this episode. <laughs> I tread on his toes. I don't know why. We just kind of have that dynamic. And uh, the second guest is Maria Shahada. Uh, Maria, I've worked with a bunch in London. She's American as well. A bit of an Egyptian background, and I've worked with her at Angel. She's supported like Bill Burr on tour, like pretty cool shit like that. And she also does some comedy coaching. So if you're interested in doing some comedy, you can get in touch with her. That's part of her hustle. Um, other than that, guys, if you enjoy the podcast, please do get around us on Twitter at the Union Jackoff, uh, or get around me at Dan Muggleton. Dan short for Daniel. We shorten everything. Bojo, Scomo, Muggo. That's it, mate. That's what we do. All right, let's get into this week's episode. We've got a feature track, and this is kind of a cool moment for the feature track section because this is a brand new release. Just got released on uh, as a single on the 11th of October, and she has asked us to feature it on the podcast, and I am glad to do so. It is Sachi Sen. Uh, her track, Dark, it's just come out. She is Mumbai-born, London-based. How more perfect for this podcast can you get than that? So, guys, we're going to get a little snippet of that song. Then we're going to go into my chat with Russell and Maria. Then at the end, we get the whole song. So, make sure you listen to the whole pod so you can hear the whole track. And then please do get around her on social media. All right, let's get into it. Jerk-offs, it is time for my chat with Russell Hicks and Maria Shahada. But first, here is Sachi Sen and Dark. People can be fools who think they know exactly what they want. Kind of the difference between the mug and the takeaway cup. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's how we wanted it. On the screen. That's how we wanted it. Which, which I think that's probably means recycled it's as well. It's been made out of recycled yeah, like, has carrots. Been. Yeah, but like you can't. It's I been thought... made out of carrots. <laughs> that's completely I... compostable. Not good enough for Daniel. <laughs> it would have been okay if I not was good not enough for just Daniel. Throw Muggleton. it away. 
<laughs> not good enough. But like, most people don't compost. All right, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna keep digging this hole. I'm just gonna. Just gonna <laughs> we're recording, by the way, so we're in. So when you're Pardon? ready, we're in. When you're ready. Good. This is the yeah, because like the audio bit, I keep like the kind of longer form, so the audio people are gonna be like, "Fucking Dan, of course." I have a theory that you're, that you're gaslighting me. Gaslighting you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually. Because, all right, let's just go over the last time we were together. I go on stage. Daniel goes, "Dude, I took an Instagram photo of you. You really turned that gig around." Not 45 minutes later, <laughs> he's yelling at me when I get off stage that we're going to miss our train, <laughs> which, miss our which train. we weren't going to miss at all. Yelling at me, yelling like in my face, like I'm going to, I'm mad at you. Do I ever say then, like I've yelled at anyone? And he buys face. me cereal on the way home. Because it was a callback to a bit he did because I felt bad about the train. So I'm like, I told my girlfriend, I go, this guy, Daniel Muggleton, like, <laughs> I like him, but like, I don't fucking get it, man. Like, I don't really get what our deal is. Like. Every time I'm with him, he does something that I'm just like, what? That's not so true. then, like, just now for you out there, and you, <laughs> and by the way, you listeners, you take and do with this what you want. I go to order a coffee, and I go, the guy goes, Do you want it in a takeaway cup? In a 100% vegetable, completely compostable takeaway cup that's been recycled from other substances. Um, and Daniel steps in. And says no, he'll get a glass, a, a mug. He'll get a mug. I didn't. I didn't want you to drink it in inappropriate. So, like, and I mean, I, dude, I, I am I like Greta Thunberg all the way. I just want to point out that that's not like like being kind to someone, then being mean to them, then being kind again. I don't think it's gaslighting. It's a bit abusive. Well, I guess you wouldn't because you're in it together. <laughs> <laughs> but not gaslighting. He did Her gaslight you. When you, you gave your version of events and he goes, that's not true. That's gaslighting. Oh, okay. I don't know so what, what you're doing is, is blaming the victim. Yeah. <laughs> gaslighting so is denying somebody's reality. So if he says, I feel that like you Can you not help yourself though? Like, do you get a little bit like... Pardon? Do you, are you like a bit like oh, all anal I, or something or what? No, like all I did was like jump in there <laughs> and then feel nothing but shame. Like since, like it was just a reflex. I'm like, no, no, he doesn't realize that we're going next door. We can get the oh, thing because you want to drink out of a mug. And I then, did. And then, now anyway, I'm like, man. Oh. And he forgot to jump in for me. Now, <laughs> I didn't know that you were. I didn't see your order. I was like, is, is Maria ordered? And the guy's like, yeah. And then he brought over the cup. And the I guy was knew like, how passionate you were about that mug. He should have known. To do oh no, that guy was cool because he he said to me when you left, he goes, "You want to take away cup?" Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. oh yeah. No one backing that you up, Daniel. Guy. That's yeah. I give him three coffee orders weekly. He's on like, my this side. Guy, this guy should He's have my, my back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YouTube <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to start now with a bit of hate, you know. It's kind of like last week. No, I get you. Now we're friends, man. We're friends. We're good. Well, guys, please welcome my two guests from America, from the beautiful America. We got Russell Hicks, hey, and Maria Shahada. Hello, guys. There we go. Finally, we've had like these British guests on. I mean, like, hey, welcome, and they're just gonna be like, hello. Like, there's like been no enthusiasm at all. No Americans warmth. are friendly. Yeah, I I mean I think you guys have like the worst PR team ever. I'm a big fan of Americans. Mm. I'm, I buy all your albums. I like it. Mm. I'm a I'm keen American. Why dude. are you a fan of Americans? You just you're, you're friendly people. Mm. Like you're excited when people visit. You want to you want to tell them about how good shit is. Mm. And when you travel, you're hilariously dumb. That's nice. Oh wow! Oh, well, a... there's another example of the Daniel Muggleton <laughs> gaslighting technique. It's technically not gaslighting. Set him up <laughs> and <laughs> victim blaming. It's a real definitional issue with you. Like that's not gaslighting. I mean, he's I mean, being I a jerk. I want to protect the term gaslighting because it is such a big deal and such a problem. Like, I don't want people just it throwing really it around like the word cuck. You know, it's just like everybody's a cuck now, but it has a very specific. I've actually definition. never heard anyone called cuck. Like who who uses that? I never heard oh, anyone. It's like an internet thing, isn't it? Like, 
in life. Like I've never yeah. seen like an. I've never heard it. Like that's the first time anyone's ever said cuck in really? my presence. I've read cuck. Mm. I've read cuck plenty, but yeah, said no. I mean, it's actually kind of. Um, I mean, it's 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 short for cuckold, which I did. is like kind of an interesting. Like I'm surprised. It's a bit of an intelligent phrase. I think it was a bad example then. Because I thought everyone just used cuck for everything. Just like it just replaced... How, are we swearing on this podcast? Yeah. Pussy. It just replaced... It's called, <laughs> pussy. The, dude, the, the show is called The Union Jack-Off. Oh, right. That's I right. would like it if it was like, no, this is, uh, this is a clean show. But like, I like that you said, like, can we swear? And you said pussy. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not even a swear word. Isn't it? No. Of course it is. That's a Yeah, word. it's not really accepted over here. I think you can say pussy in America a little bit. and But here it's considered, like, derogatory, oh, I Oh, I feel like it's so, like, the word is so, like, ugh. Yeah, it's a <laughs> like bit cringe. Pussy's yeah. a little outdated now. Like, pussy, what is in, like... Because it's turned into cuck. It's turned into cuck. Oh, right. Like, calling someone a pussy now. Yeah. You wouldn't... Okay, you'd be like, you oh, you pussy. You'd be like, you're such a cuck. I mean, that's very up to date. Like, I don't know. That's I don't, what I'm here for. I'm here to bring I, everyone else up to date. I mean, I think so. You got, the, you got the definitions and everything. As an Australian, mm. I got well, When do you really need to ketchup. use pussy? Really? It's never really in you a got, good situation. It's like, either that guy is a pussy. I, <laughs> I like pussy. No, but that's weird. What? If you say, I like pussy? Two guys in a car. Have you ever been in a, in, in a, around other men and one of them uses pussy? The word, It's just weird. You're I like, think Ugh. I probably have. This is this is making me feel very it's such a weird thing about like, my addiction. Hey, guy, like pussy. Like, whoa, what are you doing? Being real judgmental about that word pussy. It's, Who, me? Yeah. People You're the one that just said we can't use <laughs> pussy anymore. I think that's good. Is the whole podcast gone fucking crazy? <laughs> anyway, we like you. That's the point I was going to say about yeah. Australians. Americans like Australians. I really? Don't, I don't yeah. like your accent. You don't like my accent. My not one your specifically. Particular, but oh. yours is all right. Thank you. That's but sweet. Mine's not very strong. Yeah, I think that's what I like about it. <laughs> so you're like, I like your Australian accent because it's not very Australian. Yeah, I can't, I can't explain to you why. Just like, it's just like that whole like crocodile Dundee accent. Yeah, I mean, that's atrocious. Like, that's yeah. awful. <laughs> like, I'm with you 100%. But do you rate it like the real strong, like, hey, mate, how you going? Like that. Yeah. Really? You like it? Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't mean, I don't like, like want to like listen to it as ambient music while I go to sleep, <laughs> but like it's fine. I don't really mind it. I like a lot of accents. I like the I like the Yorkshire accent. Yorkshire's good. That's I like a good that. accent. Yeah, that's a fun I told one. a girl, I was like, I like your like your accent. It's it's nice. And she was like, night, night out. And I was like, well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't know, like because everybody in England shits on it, but I quite like it. It's cool. But like the Essex accent. Birmingham is the most made fun of, right? Like everyone's like the Brummie accent Ugh, is yeah. like the, that's but the bottom of the barrel. Whatever, that one, you know, they're all good. I don't mind. Yeah. I, Scottish is good, I think. I really like Scottish. I like the Scottish accent. I like yeah. There two, isn't a lot two, of accents. There's Glasgow and then there's Edinburgh, isn't there? Two yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very different. I, I like, like Glasgow. One. All right, Glasgow. And then like, but also like female Glasgow. I don't even know why. But I, yeah. I, I prefer yeah. that. It sounds like they'll just grab your balls and rip them off. I mean, that's not really what I'm into. <laughs> I don't know. You've been checking my browser history. Yeah, yeah. No, not a lot of... You, you actually... <laughs> fucking cut. You actually can't say balls anymore. You can't say I balls. Can't say balls. No, 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 like Shit. That. All right. I, would you say like America is like the most kind of PC'd of any of the world's countries? I think just, yeah. to, just to go right turn on this? Why not? I think that is like the dumbest question ever. <laughs> really? What, what does that, that even mean? Like we're the most PC... What is this? What is the idea of like this whole idea that there's like PC anyway? I just, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, in terms of like the kind of way that it's represented, it's like PC, you can't say that anymore. Like, I think America is the most like you can't say that anymore. Of, like, I mean, any, you just got to go to the right states, right? Well, that's what I've been to, I guess. You know like, what I mean? That's like, what I've seen. Um, I've been like New York, LA, Boston, Chicago, 
like San Francisco. I've always been told that Americans <laughs> care more about race than anyone else. Like uh, when, I, when I first came over here, people were like, yeah, whenever Americans come here, they're always talking about like, oh, I'm Mexican-American or I'm this, I'm that. And they're talking about like, oh, well, Mexicans in LA are like this. And mm. we're the only ones talking about it. So it's, so it's like then, so we had to start talking about what was okay and what wasn't. So I think it just started with us. Right, because there's like more conversation. There's a bit more policing it. Whereas yeah. other countries are just like, hey, let's just do No, more. but that you're talking fun. about New York, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles. These are not necessarily America even. These are like major metropolitan cities. These are very, very different places than the rest of the United States. Mm. So like, yeah, if you're in San Francisco. But San Francisco has been that since the 60s. Right. Like they, was- they were, they, they, you know what I mean? Like, so the idea that it's like a new thing. I think you can get away with a, I don't know, man. I just think a lot of that stuff, like I was talking to someone about it recently. They're like, oh, you, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that anymore. And it's like, I don't really find that in my daily life. I think that's a symptom <laughs> of being on the internet too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been oppressed, obviously. But uh, <laughs> um, I just think you have to like think about what, I don't know. Give me an example of like, I just like, I don't know, just in the sense in Australia, I don't think there's a lot of you can't say that anymore. Like That's just not a very common sentence. Like I can't... Ri- when I hear that sentence, I hear it in an American accent. Like that's what I mean. Like it's not like based on like... Oh, you mean like Americans are the most annoyed about it? Yeah. Or like at least, at least like kind of policing it amongst themselves or like policing those conversations, I guess. Mm. Like not, not that it's like, you know, like the racial equality heaven or anything, but just like that's just kind of like... That type of conversation to me seems very American. Like, you can't say that anymore. Mm. Like, do you think we were, we were more of a because we were more of like a mixed bag early on? Like most countries, just it was just the people from that country, um, and then America just had all kinds of different immigrants from all over the place. And so, like, well, I was watching All in the Family. Do you remember that show from the seventies? Yeah, sure. <laughs> the sitcom, and then the 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 dad, the the lovable racist of a father, was just saying, "There's this um, black family moved in." The whole episode was about this black family moving into this neighborhood. Right. And he was like, "Well, you got to watch out for the Italians. He's gonna like cheat you, and you got to watch out for the Jews, and you got to watch out for this and that." And you're just like watching this now, going, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah. But yeah. it's just because it's just been in our society for decades that now we're just coming around to going, "We shouldn't say that anymore," you know. But right. like other countries probably haven't had to deal with like as much of a uh, mix of, of cultures as we have. Yeah, oh, that, I, that makes total sense to me. Like in Australia, there was the white Australia policy until like 1970. Like that's when they were kind of like, oh, no, we'll let everybody in. Like there yeah. was still like yeah. Chinese immigrants and stuff like that, like because of um, the gold rush and stuff like that. Like we did have it, but like as an official position being like, hey, everybody come in. That's like 40, 50 I, years. I, I just got super aware that I said lovable racist with air quotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching the video. Yeah. You know, I'm quoting. I was quoting. Just, 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 well, just, Archie just Bunker, yeah. Archie yeah. Bunker is a sat- was a satire, even at the time. So, you know, he's supposed to be like this sort of... Um, lampooning of a of a of a racist of because eh, that guy was around back then he's probably still around now but i love south park and yeah. cartman is supposed to be archie bunker right you know he's like a vessel for that as well so just saying, saying that's the, an american program and that thing is fucking on pc as it gets you know like it's south park yeah I mean, south, south park's been awesome and just like we're just gonna do whatever we want yeah i think forever. it's about intent yeah it's like where where you're coming from i think you know? yeah but do you reckon they could make as many jewish jokes as they do if one of the writers wasn't jewish like do you think that's a factor do most people know that or is that just me um, into it i think it's probably like 
I, I think it makes more sense. Mm. Like <laughs> that they're like mates and they do all these Jewish jokes. Yeah. I yeah. think it would be a bit weird if like neither one of them were like <laughs> maybe one episode if it had a point again it's about intent it's about where they're coming from i don't know like you can just tell there's no real logic behind like when someone says like when someone's on stage i think the thing people get annoyed about is like it's and it's a very weird thing because if you're on stage and you say something that's not funny and the audience gets annoyed that there were buzzwords in it it's like you can't well it just wasn't that good but it's like if someone does something that's clearly like satirical and then people just get annoyed because they didn't they didn't catch the the intent mm. in any way. That's a bit annoying, you know. That's like yeah. Sometimes well, people just hear certain keywords and they and then they they turn off. Uh, when I was in Ohio, I worked at a comedy club and I knew like if it, like if a comedian on stage just said Jesus, people are like, oh, don't talk about my religion. You know, it's just like you're not yeah. even listening wow. to what they're saying or what the intent is behind it. And it's the same with um, Hitler. And sometimes you have a really good point about Hitler. <laughs> but like sometimes you... Don't talk about my religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Mooch in the corner, dropping in as always. Um, yeah, and I find, I find that really interesting, the intent thing. Because with the buzzwords, this has like been my understanding of it, is like the switch has been that now kind of dumb people get offended. Like getting offended used to be like a smart person thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like a cryptic crossword. Like that was like, it was like a smart person thing. Now it's like, hey, hear the buzzword feel offended you can do it too and they're like oh fucking sick i can't wait to get offended by this word i just don't buy that you don't buy it no i don't buy that at all i hate that thing now that everyone gets offended i mean people I people have always been offended and and you get offended by things that aren't even what's considered offensive now like like so if i was didn't know you that well and you just mm. stepped in and told me to get a different cup of coffee <laughs> i would offended me you know, and a lot of like right wing people get offended if you if you stick left wing things in their face as well. So I just think this idea, I just think like it should be the absolute last ref, especially of a comic. It mm. should be the absolute last branch that you go to uh, before you just th consider did you deliver the idea well enough or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't think like too offensive. But it's the it? internet, man. It's like someone was telling me, like, Carl Donnelly was telling me, he's like, what do you think about everybody getting annoyed about uh, people being upset that oat milk isn't real milk? And I was like, <laughs> I don't think they are. Like, yeah. I think that that's something you saw on Twitter today. That is not in reality. Yeah. So it's like people confuse certain, like, like they confuse social media and stuff like that with like th the world. Like, it's not like I was walking down the street and people are like, throwing milk out of tesco and shit like that it's just like it's not real milk i just think Chuck it's a slippery it slope the whole offended thing it's like that's uh, that's like smacks to me of that whole like comedy unleashed crowd yeah sure do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i'm yeah. just and this is the same i have the hardest time with people whenever i start arguing with people about jordan peterson and sam harris and stuff like that and they're like well what's the pro i'm like look dude you just, you just something stinks about it, okay? That's all I'm saying. I, can't, I don't have the, I don't know that I can necessarily point it out in detail. But just something <laughs> is rotten there. You can just tell. You, got you a know hunch. what I mean? Yeah, it just there's, it's coming from somewhere. Yeah, uh, unpleasant. I think. Have you noticed that flexitarians are getting a lot of <laughs> ads geared towards them? Flexitarian. I've seen two things not geared towards flex. Do you know what a flexitarian is? Yeah, uh -huh. like a vegetarian who like sometimes eats, eats meat. meat. Yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah, that's a thing people I mean, call that, themselves. Isn't that, isn't that just like a normal person who's trying to eat more vegetables? Like, you know what I mean? The branding on this shit these days is crazy. It's like, yeah, I'm a flexitarian. Like, that's my thing. I just it's don't like, think yeah. you deserve a title for that. Exactly. Just do like, that. I'm do. I'm probably doing flexitarian, but I'm just not particularly good at it. Like, yeah. you know. 
I'm just trying to eat more vegetables. I think that's a valid point. Eat less meat. Yeah. But like, why do I need to be like, hey, I'm a flexitarian. Are you a flexitarian? Kamal Bell was talking. I, I brought up flexitarianism and, and now I'm shifting back to what <laughs> Russell was saying. I'm so sorry. Uh, like Kamal Bell was talking about how he, he was saying, he was telling a story about when he was younger um, and they were playing uh, Spin the Bottle and this girl didn't want to kiss him. And he was like, now I think that, because they were dressed up like, like for Halloween. He was like, now mm. I think that bitch was racist. And someone came up to him and was like, well, why is she a bitch? And so like, they got offended by the word bitch. Ah. So then he changed it to, I think that little doctor was racist. And he was like, and you know what? I got the same laughs. Like, I don't have to call it. Like, he was, it was in defense of uh, not using the word bitch and not offending people. But I was like, that is not as funny <laughs> as bitch. <laughs> bitch mm. is just funnier. But it's just like that kind of policing of what you're saying. Like, I don't think um, it's policing, <clears throat> though. I don't see what's wrong with, like, uh, people think about it like i think that comedy has become uh it's it's reached more people mm. and audiences are getting smarter oh, that's interesting. and so like dude if you were you talk about san francisco yeah as far as i know that's what comedy has been like in san francisco since the 60s is like yeah but what did you mean you know what i mean so like as long as you do it in a certain way i mean i don't really mind like if someone goes like because if you can then go well Nope, she needs to be a bitch. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, like if someone's doing it, uh, I just don't necessarily, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad of a, uh, a thing really to go, well, think about what you're saying. You know what I mean? Because there's so much inherent bias. And I think that's what's been happening lately is we're all getting, we're all becoming aware of it. We're all just going, oh, oh, I'm like a little racist or I'm like a little, oh, Wait, didn't even realize. were you just saying that people get too offended too easily? No, I wasn't. Oh. I didn't say that. I said, I don't think that, they actually do. I think that this it's like this idea that everybody's getting offended is a slippery slope. And I think it it in itself comes from sort of an inherent bias towards uh, I don't want to say like the right, because that just sounds like a pervasive generalization. But yeah, I, I, I if you start saying that oh, people are getting offended too easily, it's like, well, what'd you say? Well, all I said was all oh, everyone's a faggot. And you're like, oh, and everyone, they got offended by that? <laughs> so I don't really think it's a big deal if someone goes, uh, you know, bitch is like a derogatory term and, and do you want to think about, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, what is that person supposed to do, not say it? When is it okay to say it if she thought it? Right, if like that's his like honest emotion at the time. If he said it and the audience member has an honest opinion about it, oh, right. what are they supposed to do then? Yeah, I mean, Because not, not getting offended isn't an And I don't even know if she was offended. I think she was just like... I mean, I think the thing they're supposed to do is just not tell you. Like, really? Like, so dude, what? That's the answer? Is just no discourse between you and No, no, no. But like, if it's... I, I know that's like a weird line to draw, but I, I just think now, like, we feel... I don't think anyone's ever felt more comfortable just complaining in general about everything. Like, my bus mm -hmm. was like 10 minutes late in Italy yesterday, and I, like, drafted a tweet to, like, the bus company. And I was like, wait a sec, what the fuck are you doing? Just, like, delete that. Just deal with it. Like, it's fine. Like, a bus can be 10 minutes late. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's a social media thing. Yeah. Social media definitely does something to you that makes you want to complain easier, yeah. and it makes you want to voice your opinion. Like, what? Oh, I read something today about my girlfriend was like, I'm on a show tonight with one of the guys from Made in Chelsea. Yeah. And because uh, I have been sort of like encouraged to do more social media, so I'm like on Instagram, right? Mm. Dude, I felt an impulse to make a video saying anyone who's been on Chelsea it should be illegal that you do stand up. 
<laughs> and I was like, wow, I can't believe I was just going to do that. That's a perfect example of like one of those things that I would then go, sorry about that. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just annoyed me. I was like, what? Do, do, do you reckon it's because like you just don't want to be alone with that emotion? So you're like, I'm going to put this out and see if anybody else agrees. You know what I mean? Like, you that's just like have ears. Post. You have instant ears. As soon as you yeah. say anything, people are responding to it. And it's, and it's, it's like someone's listening. Yeah, because I can't complain to the bus driver, but like I could be like, and then just have a bunch of people from America be like, yeah, your bus should be on time. And I'm like, yeah, it should. And then you feel better about the emotion you were feeling. You feel like justified in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the ease of doing it as well. I mean, like previously you'd have to write a fucking letter and go to <laughs> right. the post office and you'd be like, I don't give a shit about this. It's really, instant. I don't give a shit about this. But if it's just at the end of your thumb, yeah, like the Stunned. second yeah. you got to buy a stamp, you're like, yeah. fuck my opinion. <laughs> like, I could not give a shit anymore. And it's more otherwise, you're just yelling at another bus driver. Like, you should tell your colleague that he needs to be on time. <laughs> like, well, like you, you, but you're going to voice it somehow. It's just Twitter's just made it very easy and people are, you have an audience. Yeah. But it's funny because like, Ameri is America the most on Twitter out of any country? I think that might be true. Like, just, Australia's got fuck all country. Twitter. Mm. Like in terms of like the percentage of people like per capita. Sorry, Mitch, can you look that up? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just um, like genuinely, I think America is like more on Twitter than like anywhere else, and like that, that makes sense to me because like you know the American stereotype, like you know we got opinions, they should be heard, like yeah, and like we want to, and also like well, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Well, I yeah. assume the world is pretty much on it though. No, that you'd be surprised. Like Australia, like it's just not That's a, cool. a thing. So, well, Egypt's obviously on it. The whole Arab Spring broke out because of Twitter. So it's like the Middle East is on it. I, right. think, I think a lot of people are on. What do we got? It's just Australians uh, yeah. out there just surfing. So, uh, United <laughs> States, uh, Japan, UK. Hang on, is this in order? Yeah, number of yeah, United States by by a long way. Then Japan, like forty eight million. Mm. Japan, think of, think of how how many people in Japan have to be on. Look how Japan's a small little island compared yeah. to this huge. Saudi Arabia like is quite big. Yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Like they're the fourth. Like it, it, then it's the UK, then Saudi Arabia. Interesting. Mm. Why why does it make sense in Saudi Arabia? What are they doing over there? They can't drink. <laughs> Women I'm surprised Instagram is useless it. because. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised they're allowed to be on it though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I was yeah. kind of like, that doesn't sound too, too like. Uh, yeah. I mean, l less political stuff, more kind of like memes, you know? I think that's what Saudi Arabian <laughs> Twitter's all about. That'd be hard. I, but I think people just get, like, it's a social media thing. Mm. And I think that what people actually get offended by is the confidence that comes across right. in a social media post. Like, anytime anyone is super assertive about anything, mm. it irritates people. It just does. <laughs> and I think that that's what happens. It's like, you see someone write something so like, this is what I think. It's just, I don't know what. It's like a psychologist would have to figure it out, but it's something just annoys you. Yeah. You like, have to take that person down. But when it comes to interacting, like you talk about complaining on the bus, I think if you do it face-to-face, it's better because you have to be you have accountability to what you're saying as well and it right. really puts it into perspective you're like how mad are you tell them yeah ah, it's not that big of a deal now is it but when it becomes like a then it's so i think when people get offended mm. it's 99 percent in the digital world and i don't think that counts really if someone comes up to you and goes hey what do you say about that i think it's a little bit healthier that's happened to me like once in three years like right. the last like three years like someone came up and went hey what, what was up with that analog offense being yeah like, hey dude that was and it was all and it was a bit like she was like english isn't my second my first language i did a i did a joke the other night about um that guy lil nas x that black country singer oh yeah and i said there's a gay black country singer and um i think it's amazing that uh gay people are 
equal enough now to make their own terrible music. Like that was the <laughs> joke, right? And she came up to me and she was like, what was that about? Like, were you saying something nasty about him being gay and black? I was like, no. I was no, saying something nasty about country music. Yeah. <laughs> those words and they're just like, oh shit, I don't want to, I don't, I, now I'm a, like, now they're, they're, they're on edge because you're white. Yeah, and, sure. And I don't even know what that is. That's just a society. This is. I I used to talk about being Egyptian and my parents, and, and I, I still do uh, on stage. But like, um, it's just my experiences. And uh, I've had a couple of white people come up to me like, "Oh, I spent a lot of time in Egypt. You know, Egypt's a beautiful country, and like Egyptians are beautiful people." And I was like, "You didn't grow up with my father." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were like being mean about Egypt, and they were like, "What are you talking about? It's great." Being mean about Egypt, it's just like my experiences and like my family and talking right. about that. And they're just like defending Egypt as if I'm just slagging off the whole country and all Egyptians. It's just like I'm talking about Wait, but like white people doing that. Yeah, it's always white people. <laughs> it's always white people. Oh, what, oh, what a beautiful country that is. Yeah, it's sure. Just... Yeah, that's it, dude. We like we like colonization. We're taking offense too. We're gonna get it. We're gonna take over offense. That's what we. That's what we got in the bank. White people. We got it. We're taking it over. But wait, but you were. You were born states or Egypt? I was born in Ohio. Born in Ohio. Yeah. How's how's Ohio? That's middle, middle states. Is it middle? I'm. Uh, yeah, it's like sort of middle to the right. Like middle to the, the right. York. Is it yeah. is it southern technically or no? no? Not at it's all. It's above. No, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's um just under the Great Lakes there. Okay. Like, like Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, well that's a city in Ohio. But yes. was that where you were born? No, Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. I've heard of Columbus. I don't know why. I mean, I've heard it's Columbus Day. I think. Well, yesterday You've was heard Columbus of probably Day. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so. so give me, give me some, give me some stats on Columbus. Big town, small town. Oh God, I don't know. I think it's just like right down the middle. Of everything, every like right down the middle politically. It's it's got suburbs. It's there's a city. There's a huge university. Mm. It's not. Did you like, go to university there? It's not a huge go... city, but it's not a small city. Right. Just your, your average city. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, did you go to university there? Or you go I, somewhere else? I went. Well, I went to a smaller town in Ohio for university. And mm-hmm. then I moved to New York, and then L.A., and now I'm here. Right. So you kind of went... I just fast-forwarded through my whole history there. I'm yeah, it was, was good. I, like, I liked it. It was quick. It was efficient. <laughs> and what, what about you, Russell? Where were you born, raised? Uh, San Diego, California. Uh-huh. And um, then I went to L.A. and uh, for like three years, and then I came here. Right. And that's what it, What years man. were you in L.A.? I was in Los Angeles from, I think it was 2002 to about 2004. 14. It was not oh, very wow. long. It might have been two years. I looked at my passport wait, recently. The wait, first say that again. 2012? Oh, sorry. 2012. <laughs> I started comedy in 2010. <laughs> 2012 to 2014. It was like only two years because I, I looked at the my passport. The first time I came here was 2013. Yeah, me right. too. I It was a real shocker when I realized I've my comedy career has been over two times longer in this country. But mm-hmm. I still think like I'm from America. I've done the bulk of it there. No, not now. Right. I've been here like six years. I only did America uh, comedy in America for three or four. Mm. And like, just one, one thing that I find interesting, like you guys moving, because you went through New York to LA and then to here, but you just went straight to here. I would have thought like as an American, if you're going to move to London, you'd be like, maybe just check out New York, you know? Because like, in my head, that's like a similar kind yeah. of vibe in terms of like a big kind of walk around metropolis kind of Well, thing. I was going to go to New York. It was always like wherever, whatever, you probably have this too. Like whatever town you start in, everyone's like, eventually you have to move to one of these two big cities yeah sure maybe you go to san francisco for like a year but like uh and i was gonna go to new york i was like that's mm. where it's at because that was like where the real comics were supposed to be mm. and then i just had a word was i was like dude you live 
an hour and a half from yeah. LA. <laughs> why would you go to New York? And I was like, right. well, I'll just move to LA because then I can come home all the time if I want. And sure. that's what I did. And then I just, I didn't have any plans to go to London. I don't know about you, but I, I always liked it. And then I just met a girl and, and that was the first way I came over. And That's how I met a, I met a guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I used to always kind of like, is that kind of bad? But I'd be like, because I guess she had to go back. And I just remember thinking, like, if she was from Brazil, we probably would have just broke up. But like, she yeah. was from, <laughs> but she was from London, so I was like, I'll go with you. I'll go to London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Sorry. <laughs> She's Are you still with her? Yes. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. I treat her like shit like that. <laughs> no. I'm with a new gaslighting. British girl. New British girl. Okay. So wait, you you met a British guy, British girl, mm. and you both kind of carry for love. That's interesting. Because like, you talk to like Australian comedians, most of us come here for a career. Like it's kind of like. Well, you have the option because you have that that visa. Yeah, you can come over here. Can you can you guys not get that? No. Oh, what's your what's your visa sit? You need a spousal. We're, We're American, similar, dude. We're yeah. just American. Yeah. We can do whatever like, we want. We just, I just walk through like Dumb and Dumber. Like, I'm a limo driver. Like, it's cool. No, what do we get? You guys we just broke into that so naturally. I was, yeah, that was so funny. We're both like, I don't know. We just did what we want. It is funny. Americans do have that attitude. Like, we, we like, because I was going to come over here. I didn't know anything about visas. It was yeah. like someone stopped me like about a month before I went and was like, do you have a visa? I was like, no. And then they hooked me up with one. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. nice that they did that. Yeah, it's just, we're, um, yeah, we're on like an artist visa right now. I, think you're an artist visa. yeah yeah you have to prove and it's weird man when you get an artist visa for a while you think like this is dodgy but then you realize that you have work and mm-hmm. that's really the thing that not everyone can get you, you i don't know man it took me like a year or two maybe even three to to go like oh i guess i guess i get paid to do stand-up so that's why i i, I thought i was like i shouldn't this is impossible yeah it feels like we're just we're just lot we're fibbing yeah. on a resume about how qualified we are you know it yeah totally feels, it feels like like the, nobody's taking this seriously, right? Like just yeah. because I get up at top secret, like you're going to give me a visa for that. Yeah. Know? So it's just, but this is actually what we do for a living. But you you guys are professional comedians. Like, no, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying after a while, you just feel like it took me a while to go. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Like having certain months of confirmed clubs every week. Yeah. Yeah. You are a working comic. Right. Like it literally took a while. Yeah. Right. Like even when you write it on your tax return for the first two times, you're like, I feel like a, yeah, you're like yeah. they're gonna. I'm gonna be arrested. Like, right. Every is, time they, every time there's an occupation yeah. box and I put comedian, I'm like, no, I am one. That's that's yeah, real. Yeah, I'm yeah. a professional comedian. But it does take a while. Yeah. To that's the difference. I think. I think there's two diff- two different types of comedians. Like there's comedians that are just like, yeah, of course I am. Like I'm like I'm an entertainer. Like whereas other other the rest of us are kind of like, oh, I do you want me to go? I'll leave. Yeah. And, the know. first time I ever said I wanted to be a comedian out loud felt like I was saying like I want to join the circus. It felt ridiculous to say. Yeah. How, how old were it? I think I was 17 when I was like, yeah, I could be a comic. Oh, um, yeah. I, I started getting into stand-up comedy then, but it wasn't until years later that I was like, I'm actually, I want to be a comedian. That's what I want to do. And that felt weird. So did you work in the comedy club before you started? Like, yeah. was that your kind of little toe dip? It's yeah. like, what if mm. I hang around them? You know the Columbus them. Funny Bone? You ever do it? The what? Columbus Funny Bone? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's well, it's a it's a club like um, ran by a guy named Dave Stroop, but like all comedians from all over the country go there to audition for him because he books like fourteen or fifteen. Oh clubs. right, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that's funny. Like American comedy club names are always like kind of like the the funny bone, like the Haley, yeah. like, just something weird. Whereas like, the English yeah. ones are very quaint. I yeah, think. it's just like yeah, we're going to hot water, we're going to top secret, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, warm water, kind of, yeah, warm water, water comedy club. 
But like in, in America, it's always like this weird, like you know, giggle shack. Yeah, yeah. Like Rick, like the stress factory. Like what yeah. the fuck? Who's coming up with this? Uh, like, this what is, is the weird. stress factory? Like what? Like who did? Go? Yeah, yuck I'm, yucks. I love yuck yucks. Yuck I think that's yucks. Vancouver. Uh, it's all Vancouver. over Canada. Go bananas in Cincinnati. Yeah, they're cra- my friend. Um, <laughs> she was she was she was doing a podcast for the for these comedians, and and so she would get checks in the mail from D's nuts. that's pretty much yeah that's why we feel ridiculous putting comedian down on a forum when we're getting checks from D's nuts Um, what was it like when you (laughs) first came over here how did you find doing the gigs sorry Um, someone's got to host this podcast (laughs) (laughs) man I'm sorry about the mug alright I'm just sorry yeah I like I couldn't believe how good the audiences were like I, I was just like Angel Comedy Club at Camden Head was my first one of my first shows, and it was, no, it wasn't, it was Monkey Business, but it was one of my first shows. And, sure. uh, oh my God, I was just, I was so amazed at how good that show was, because, like, I was so used to L.A., when everybody was, like, three other comedians in the audience, and it was just really terrible shows, and and then I invited somebody from Live Nation to come, and she was, she came, but she went to, I didn't know there were two Camden heads. There's uh, one in Camden and one oh, in right. Angel, and so she went to the other one, and then I fucked that so hard. But, like, so, yeah, <laughs> so, uh my first impression was like blown away. I was like, I didn't know I could love comedy this much. Like it's fun. Mm, yeah. And I didn't want to uh, stop. So anyway, when I met met the the guy, I came over. We broke up, but I was like, I'm having so much fun on this scene. So I stayed. Yeah. Right. Did you did you come here like as a professional? Was this all you've done here, or did you have other jobs? I I do I do like comedy coaching. Uh, but comedy coaching. Yeah, like I I do one to one like stand up coaching. Right. Do they but call I, you coach? Like all good American coaches. <laughs> you have a whistle. All, I have a whistle. I was gonna say I have a whistle. I wear a jumpsuit and like it's just Amazing. I make them run for a mile and they're like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing? Get your uh, creative juices flowing, kid. So um, are you big in Australia? No. Because you came over here. Do you notice this about him? I don't know. Like you hit the ground running, man. Like, Thank you. You are like so fast. Like how long have you been here? Uh, 20 months. 20 minutes? 20 months. 20 months. I'm about to leave. That's why. Are that's we why newborns? I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, no, just Thank just, you. Just under, that, Mitch. Just under two years. Okay. 20 months. Uh, why um, am I the victim on no, this you're podcast? Not. You're not. I am. So, <laughs> 20 months. And you're leaving soon? Yeah. Forever? Yeah. Why are you oh, doing fucking... a podcast then? Because I did it for a while, and I'm gonna—I'm probably gonna keep doing it in Australia. How easy is it to change that graphic to my face? Yeah. <laughs> I got a guy about twenty quid. The title. So, 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 are you really leaving you for back? good? Um, in mid-December. Why are I'm you leaving back. forever? Uh, my fiance got a good job. Oh, so you're going, going back to Australia? Yeah. Oh, but I'll, I'll keep. I'm, I'm planning to keep coming here like a couple of months what out of the year. What part of Australia are you from? Sydney. Sydney. I was planning on going to LA for January through March every year. It just didn't work out like that. It's really hard. Mm. You're doing pretty good over here, man. Are you sure you want to go back? Do you love her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I do. Are we sure well, that, she doesn't love you. Are we sure that I'm not the victim? <laughs> no, sure? but I'm just saying, you're doing so good, man. And like you, uh, I just think, wow, like when I, you, you got into everywhere really fast. I think it took me a while to, to figure it out. But yeah. you seem like you. I don't know. And then you had that special on Amazon. I just thought, oh. I you have a special I, on Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A, He's you, a mover. You, you guys should watch that. Uh, a stand-up special. Yeah. For how long? <laughs> fifty minutes. Wow. Yeah. It's fifty. I feel a bit lame about that. I'm like fifty. Didn't Why make the lame? hour. Didn't make the hour. It's like forty nine with most a long people, fade out. Like a long fade out. I told the director yeah. I can fade this thing out. Slow. Play the credits slow. I mean, twenty months in, you got a podcast in and this cool art studio. It's true. It's sponsored by this Vauxhall Comedy studio. Club, one of the yeah. best comedy clubs in London. Love it there. 
Um, nice yeah. one. So no, yeah, I, I, that's, I'm curious because like I still would like to go to America. That's something that still is on my kind of New list. New York or LA? Uh, probably LA, just because you can closer, right? jump quicker and it's closer to Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's jump a big quicker? part. Of it. You can jump quicker in LA. Oh, you're good at that jumping. What do you you're mean like jump? The grasshopper just of like comedy. Just like bank, just like you can Comedy's really level level up high in LA. Whereas like New York, I think now it's like, that right there, that just explained a lot about you to me. What do you mean? Just the idea of jump, and I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean like, like this is what yeah. I'm saying. You got your head switched on. Did you think the concept of jump? I don't look at things as a jump. No, no, no. It's mine's. I kind of just mine's mosey. Been, you know those like escalators <laughs> that are practically broken. It's been the slowest incline for. <laughs> years yeah that's what my my trajectory is but you you're jumping all over the, you're like like the parkour of this, i'm trying to get yeah. your name here this you're the is, parkour of stand-up this yeah. is bothering me that like two americans are looking at me like i'm oh you're you know, a go-getter like self-indulge like you know like know, hustling like know, daniel goes uh, do my podcast i'm like yeah okay great what fucking what is this oh, <laughs> oh, studio he's got a producer look at this guy like everyone else <laughs> Um, that's true yeah 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 you for two americans to call you a go-getter is a huge compliment i mean I that's feel like scary. you're smart mm -hmm. feels like i should run for we all gotta jump nah. go strong the yeah. first gig i did when i came here by the way um was uh i love wow. you now interviewing yourself you've been a video. yeah i will uh, like nobody asked nobody did ask yeah. um guys it's just a flowing conversation like... which is uh unfortunate but uh <laughs> what was the first lucky thing? for you you're gonna get the story anyway <laughs> uh are, are, we, you, are, are these gonna... are these cameras working because uh you're gonna want to clip this one up there you go you want you want the uh, the black camera. now the first key so I, I i did like when i first came here first of all i think it's i personally find found it a bit i was a little nervous because like you don't know what references work you know and i would hesitate mm. but the first gig i did was some guy found me on the internet and was like when you get here do this gig i landed and the next day i did this gig and it was in uh streatham you did the next day yeah i know i dude i was trying to hop jump <laughs> like, i was um and like and like i did uh this urban gig, you know, which is like middle class for all black people, right? Yeah. And Kane Brown is hosting it, and he is like incredible. And this is the thing, man. Uh, like black people here are from a more diverse. Like, I mean, like Kane was on stage doing Nigeria jokes and mm. like Zimbabwe and doing accents, and I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to handle this at all. Yeah. And uh, you don't have the points of reference. You're just like, no, oh, I'm boy. just like, hey, when like, you know, like in America, we're all Americans. Like, even if you're, it doesn't matter, race, whatever, man. You know yeah. what I mean? You're African American. You're not. Yeah, like, but you just, you know, like, I would never be like, I don't know the first thing about doing, I don't know the stereotypes. Kane was like, oh, Nigerian, you probably fucking carried your, you know, alligator briefcase to here. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Dude, I went on and they booed me off. They booed yeah. you off. Yeah. First gig. I got booed in a black room once. <laughs> oh, they booed wow. me. Yeah. Well, they booed me. I didn't leave, but they booed. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to boo me off. You stayed? I tried I stayed. to reason with them. <laughs> How do you reason with a booer? I've done that before. Like, I start getting booed, and then I go, guys, How like, many times let's have you been talk about this. <laughs> How many times have you been booed? Well, I've been booed uh, probably twice, and they were both black rooms, yeah. But then at the same time, dude, you and you know this, like I've been carried out of black rooms. Like they will go absolutely mm. mental for you. Right. The Bill, Bill Burr talked about how he used to do the urban rooms because he was like this little ginger headed, like white boy, palest guy in the world. So he'd go and purposefully do those rooms to get good. Like he'd cut his right. teeth in those rooms. Yeah. But that like 
I, I, I find I remember I saw this thing was like Jim Norton was making fun of him for doing that. It's just like oh, really? you, like Bill Bay doing black rooms now. Like you could like you're a ginger guy from Boston. Mm. But that was you his point. You yeah. couldn't be more of a novelty act if you're wearing oh. a hood and juggling burning crosses. So, Hilarious. Yeah. Mm. But I had a few rough shows in other areas too because I think my style too, like when I would improvise with the audience, mm. it was like too brazen sometimes. Like they, I noticed that they were like, um we're not going to allow you maybe this is in my head but some of these clubby clubs i would play like when junglers were still around it was like the vibe was like you know i'd come on hey what's going on and whereas in america i can just jump right into it they would be like this is american guy and it's like we're not wait a minute whoa 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 whoa. we don't yeah. totally like you yet you can't just start picking on the audience sure yeah, yeah, what yeah. kind of american are you when i <laughs> and i didn't want to play that game for like seven months and i would die accordingly because right. i'd come out and sometimes i'd be like and it's, you know, I mean, it's, I sound biased, but I'd be like, oh, come on, that was funny. I'd be like talking to a guy and I'd be like, that was funny. And then yeah. I'd start doubting it. And that's the other thing. If you're improvising, you can't doubt it. I'd be like, do they even have this? So sometimes I would really die. Mm. Is, is the response, is, is there a noticeable response to you being an American, like to British people? Or are they kind of like, sometimes. This American guy? I don't know, man. Mm. I find, I don't want to blame it on that. But like, I think really what happens, I know for me, is mm. I think you get in your own head. Yeah, and then that affects your confidence, and then you think they're judging you for a different reason, and then you're in this loop. But really, you probably just doubted yourself. So whenever an American comes over, I go, dude, don't just do all your American references. Don't worry about it because they'll appreciate that you're being confident above anything else. Like it doesn't really matter, and you'll figure out the references. Like I told met a guy in Edinburgh, and I was like, just don't get like in your head about it because you'll that'll be worse. Than yeah, I just told an American comedian that was over here, and she just did. Um, this gig I run. It was she. She was. She just kept apologizing. Oh, it's an American. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like I don't get it because I'm American. And like, like she kept um, bringing it up that she was American. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like, another thing that's annoying. I was like, they don't care. They don't they, care. They're, they're used to us. Like there's there's like we're a huge country. There's a lot of us over here. You know. So it's like yeah. they don't. Um, they seem to think like. She seemed to think like she'd come from some small town that like she was some like bumpkin novelty thing it's like you're just like normal to them it's, it comes across yeah. as a sort of weird arrogance to them as well yeah that you're like well but then again i'm american so right, <laughs> right. you all probably like, as you know it's like when someone assumes you know things about them yeah like a, right. like when a comic goes like well i shouldn't say this, but i was with a comedian i was with a comedian recently who said something about um well during my nomination year and I thought, <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just label it? Like, that? that's what we label historical events. My nomination yeah. year? Like, the year of the rose. Like, yeah, you're like, my nomination year. And yeah. I just thought... That's what he refers to 2015 as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he just said it to me like... Was as, he an American comedian? No, I'll tell you later. Okay. But, he's like, <laughs> he's just, but he just said it to me like, as if, as you know. Yeah. The, yeah. the year of... Obviously. As you know, 2013 was is heretofore known as my nomination year, year of our Lord. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's I, what I think can happen if you do the whole American thing too much. Like, but like yeah, you, you, you have to address it, right? Oh, yeah, sorry, right. no, sorry, please. I was just going to add a story, but I did a show in Edinburgh too with this headliner that's been in the news lately. Just went right into that at the top of his set, just talking about it, not explaining what happened, not saying like, oh, I don't know if you've heard, but like this happened and, and then hear my jokes about it. Just right into the jokes and then this guy comes up to him after and is like, never heard of you, mate. That's the one thing that's great about British people. They will tell you. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. they'll, they'll tell you anything. They'll they tell want. you on stage while you're in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which you're is never, pretty funny. You're never short of their opinion. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, these guys fucking hate me. Um, yeah. 
I think, and then you just get comfortable, though. Like, now I'm just super, super comfortable. And, and honestly, man, once you get comfortable, I mean, everybody's experience is different. I think I was a little more uncomfortable than normal. But mm. once you're comfortable in all of Britain, then you just use that, like, anywhere else you go. So mm-hmm. I think it's way easier to play another country because you – it's the same rules apply. You just go, well, don't just be yourself. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, yeah. especially with the internet now, it's like, you're not, you're not going to say something that worst case scenario, you say a reference they don't get. And then you just kind of go, oh, you don't, you don't have that. And then that leads to something. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. In, in Bill Burr's recent special, he says something about like, he makes a few references that I'm like, oh, they don't have that over here. He says like yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond, but it's not oh, weird. Yeah, but they're but not, I mean, that's a film special for international distribution. You know, like you'd never be like, what's that thing they call it? No, I know, but I'm saying in the room at Royal Albert Hall. Right. But it doesn't matter because I think British people know more about Americans than we do them. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever do hostel shows in the States? Because like in New York, it was oh, like yeah. all, the, all the comedians I've done some would be of them. like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, all the comedians, all the American comedians would be looking at their like diverse audience of people and just be like, yeah, was it Burger King? You guys ever heard of Burger King? It's like they fucking know a Burger King. <laughs> that <laughs> is exactly joke. what I'm talking about. That is so obnoxious. That's fucking yeah. terrible, mate. Like, don't do but, that. But yeah. in fairness, I also saw a comic at that kind of show go on stage and just talk about Puerto Ricans and like homeless people on the subway mm. to like 15 Swedish people. And they were just like, what the fuck are yeah, you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like, this doesn't make any no. sense to us. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't. And they're just like, like that, he's other being like, what? You don't have homeless? Like, you don't have the sub? It's yeah. like, no, they don't. Like, I don't know what Puerto Rico is either. They don't. Yes, like, they just, do. They d- Swedish people know about Puerto yes, Rico. Yes, I, I perform in Stockholm all the time. And I you talk, talk about, about Puerto Rico. Latinos. Latinos well, is sure. different to Puerto Rico. It's, a, it's the same thing. Yeah, but like, if you said Puerto Rico, huh? Yeah. I mean, I was just I was just in uh, Milan, and I I was I have this joke where I say quiche a lot, and they don't. Call and they it love quiche. Bur- they love tacos. By the way, they have Taco Fridays in in Sweden. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Just, just a fun fact. Taco Tuesday. You would think they yeah, would. Thought, you would Probably think they would go with the alliteration, but they Fajitas don't. They save Friday. it for Friday. Like, look it up. It's a but, thing. But maybe Sweden. like the Swedish <laughs> word for Friday starts with a T. Yeah, that's a good point. There are different languages, guys. Not just the right one. Right one. Yeah, the right one. Well, I mean, it is. Like, let's be honest. Like, if you if you like, what language do you speak? English, you get a tick. Like, that's just the the world. No, no. Well, everyone speaks English. Is just probably the, the most popular. Yeah, in China, <laughs> and a lot of them speak English. If you look at it, the most spoken we language in the learning. world is English. Like, it's spoken by the most people. It's not mm. the it's not the language that has like the it's not like the national language of the most countries, but it's spoken by the highest number of people. Yeah, I do research. <laughs> Daniel Muggleton, white power. You heard it here, guys. I mean, I will be editing that out of the audio, the video. Unfortunately, I don't know how. Union Jackoff. Just a new soundbite. That's in the intro, like marriage. Daniel Muggleton, white power. Yeah. <laughs> Lock the gates. White power. <laughs> Daniel Muggleton. Uh, do you guys have any like plans to leave here? Or are you guys like settled? Because you're making fun of me for going. Like, do you? I don't want to leave. I'd love to stay. My visa situation's a bit up in the air, and I think we have a similar situation. Mm. Yeah. But um, but so I'm trying to figure that out. But it's, as long as I if can you could stay, stay, I'm staying. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. The visa thing is like, uh, I mean, basically, I uh, am good. Like, you're you're okay. you'll you'll you've got it's cool. But someone will sponsor you. That's you yeah. just got to get a visa. But like. Uh, there's a bunch of options open to me that I like I've been here long enough now I think I can apply for other things as well and also with my partner I just realized if you've been with your partner like two years in I the same flat yeah was that you that said yeah, that it was, it was me <laughs> was this um, the American meeting uh, you got... okay what your question without, oh, the, te- like, without you... the technicalities yeah I'm gonna stay because 
I love it here. And uh, there's, um, I got asked by, I got a new agent and they were like, you're staying, right? And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay. Right. I don't know. I'll go back a little bit. I like it. I was talking to Rich Hall last night and, you know, that's what he did. So how has he been here for so long? He's, uh, he's got a, I think he's married to a Brit and okay, right. things like that. Mm, yeah, you, can't, is, you, can't, you can't get leave to remain anymore, right? That's I mean, but he's also rich. I think when you win the Perrier, you get citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have heard. In your award-winning slash citizenship. That's what I was under the impression of. <laughs> that's why everyone really wants it. That's the only reason I want it. <laughs> but no, it's just like, yeah. And I want a Perrier. I don't want the lastminute.com. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Squarespace. I mean, the Foster's the award is getting The award is getting nominated by the the worst and worst names. Well, now it's Dave's Comedy Award, which is, that's Dave. Right. That's Dave. great. I don't want Fucking yeah. Dave. Sounds like your mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I was going to say Barry, but that is an award too. <laughs> Great. Award, now yeah. we've got the Tony, Dave Award and the, the Barry, Barry Award. It just sounds like two names, fucking I'm... assholes in a Weatherspoons. Sky, Sky, Barry. Barry Dave. Yeah. This needs to be more women in comedy. Like We just need the Agnes Award. That'd be good. Yeah, they're like hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. name them now. Um, no, it's just it's because like, you guys don't have any pull to like go back to the states professionally, like just in terms of the like America. I mean, like I do. It's got to be considered yeah. like the stand-up pinnacle, right? Like you have to say that. Like I look at it like a an investment portfolio, <laughs> and 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 it's it's shifted now to where like let's say most people that work in comedy, mm. America is their stocks and shares. You sure. got a good seventy percent of that, right? And then your bonds. That you just dip, you know, that's your, like, you go to Britain. Uh, mine's flipped. So I go to America 30% and I'll be in Britain 70%. I just came back from America. It's fun, man. I really enjoy being back. But, you know, you just go where... People be like, when are you coming back to L.A.? And I'm like, you tell me why. Yeah. Why yeah. would I go back to do another <laughs> fucking toothpaste advert or, like, a, a rental car thing where I was, like, you know, <laughs> for, like, 200 pounds? yeah. I'll go back to LA when I have a reason to go back to LA. Like, yeah, you know, I would I'm, totally go. Yeah. I tell you, like, dude, and I think that's good. Like, my friend is over from LA right now. He does the he hosts the roast battle. Do you know Brian? Do you know yeah. Brian? Yeah. So like, okay, talk to him. Hey, what's going on? You should, that's the other thing, man. People are coming over more and more. So I still see all these people. Yeah. Right? And I just let them get more successful. And then they'll bring you on board. And then they come and get me like in that's, like a Rambo movie. That's that's There's only like, one man like that could play this part. Saving Private Ryan or I'm never something. Never going back. <laughs> I fucking told you. And then I do it. It's all good, man. I see people in LA. I was watching Netflix the other day. Some one of my old roommates was in the Zach Galifianakis movie. Mm. I'm like, great. Yeah. There's people like so that stuff gives you like. I think if you stay in it, it, it seems like everybody kind of makes it a little bit. Like, there's so many people <laughs> from back home. That's what my acting teacher in LA said. Just stay in line. Just, there's just a lot of people line. from back home that I'll be like watching TV and just be like, oh, like a program I'm watching. And I just be like, that's my mate. Yeah, I used to say, I used to watch like the Super Bowl for all the commercials that my friends were in. <laughs> 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 like people watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. I'm like, all my friends are in all those adverts. That's why I watch it. It's fun. But yeah, if you're making will, a living, will, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, America would be cool. Why would I? I like going back. I went back. Basically, I went back recently, did a couple of clubs. I can mm. do stuff on the West Coast. And, uh, yeah. Because yeah, you guys are both, were well, you born a Ohio, but you lived the West Coast for a bit? Or seven like, years, yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, I think one thing that really annoys me about when people talk about America, like, they kind of lump it all in as, like, the same. And, like, as you said, when I was talking about this PC thing, you're like, mm. those are 
three cities. Oh, those are very, very different places that are not in America. Anywhere not else. at all. And like even me, like growing up in California, dude, I didn't see the Midwest. I still haven't really seen the Midwest. Like, how many states would you have been to in your in your life? Um, I've probably been to like half of them. About half. Washington D.C. is a great uh, place to go, which is what Virginia, <laughs> like, right? Is it? Isn't I know it's not in a state. It's just D.C. No, but it's in. Oh, okay, yeah. It's within Fine. Virginia, or and then Maryland. like, huh? Or Maryland. Never been to Maryland. I've been to New York. I've been yeah. to the so Midwest. Like, I've been to a lot of states. Uh, states. Uh, there are, I, I want to. I want to go to Tennessee. Mm. And I want to go to Texas. I've never been to those states. And Louisiana. Never been to Texas. I don't know Texas. Oh, the... Texas. I, my parents used to live there. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I've just never Texas gone. is is uh, its own thing. Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> it really is. It's massive. And it totally abides almost into, like by its own laws. They have open carry. You can have a, just a gun. <laughs> oh, I thought usually open carry means like, doesn't it mean like alcohol on the streets? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that too, probably. I mean, who's going to say no? The guy's gun. got a gun. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It fucking means I carry whatever I want. Yeah. But no, uh, like, it, do, you, do you find that frustrating when people kind of talk to you like you're these like southern backward people? Like, do they, does that happen to you? Like, I assume British people are pretty aware. I feel guilty if I do a southern accent on stage, like as to make fun of an American. Yeah. Because I know... That's not necessarily indicative of everybody. But right. I'm trying to come up with an American, because a real Americans just like, just like that. Because <laughs> I, I don't really know anything about the South. I've been to Mississippi, and they're really nice. Yeah. And well, you're white. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do God. do a joke about that. I do do a thing where, like in like in big cities, they're mean to your face, but they're liberal. But mm. in the small redneck towns, they're nice to your face and they're racist. Yep. Which is like what I found. They're so nice. Right. Have you? Have you and had, it like, is because you're white. Yeah. Have you had experience of that when you go to those smaller states? Like, do you cop anything for being Egyptian? No. I mean, I don't go. You don't go. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like my, my my friend had a, a wedding in Georgia last year in the mountains of Georgia, and the, the city was so small, and it was just like there was one Uber driver who was also the Lyft driver, and if you wanted him, you had to text him, <laughs> and he would get on his app. Wow. <laughs> and was Preston. He was a really cool guy, but it was such a small town, and like you just don't feel. It was me and this um, girl Brittany who was black, and my friend Ed who's Mexican, and we like stood out. Just it was just such a white town. Sure. And it was just like we're just. Where like, was that? Which this was in. Uh, it was in Georgia. Yeah, like in Georgia. The mountains yeah. of Georgia. Um, but, but like, were they we're like? We're just very aware of our. But were they like kind of psyched? Did they like make like a thing? Of like, hey, this is fun, or was it kind of like, eh, what are you doing in our town? Like, what's the vibe? I don't like, know. Like we were so busy just putting that on them that I don't know if they were actually right, racist sure. towards us. But we yeah, were that's the thing, man. The South gets a bad rap. There's a lot of creative people in the yeah. South and all that. And like, dude, what you've got. Where have I gone? You go to Memphis, Tennessee. That's you got Elvis. Yeah, but well, no, I just I just ask because like that's in, fun. In, in Australia, I think like the racism you'll get is kind of like a weird enthusiasm. Mm. Like it won't be kind of like you can't come in here and be like, "Whoa, where are you from?" Holy shit! And you're like, "Oh, I'm yeah. American," and they'd be like, "No, no, no!" Like, what's what's with this? Like, you know, <laughs> right? Like Egyptian? Holy shit! Pyramids? And then like, oh, right, that, right, that'd, right. Be, that'd be the vibe. What if yeah. you're Aborigine? Uh, well, they live there. They, they live in those towns in the poor. Every fucking episode. I say this like to me, everyone's like, hey, Dan, you know, like the indigenous people get treated badly in your country? Yes. Yes, we know. What about the Where's Native Americans? Where are they yeah, at? I know, right now. I love them. They're in the reservations. They have reservations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just drinking. Just kidding. Sorry, please. <laughs> 
I mean, there's a lot of racism in Montana towards the Native Americans. I remember that because Montana Sky Comedy Festival, and it's just like I mean, just wow, racism towards towards the Native Americans there. Sorry, Montana. Sorry, Montana. Yeah, poor Montana. Montana speaking for the entire state, saying you're all racist. But there was um, Byron Bowers went that year, and he was he's black, and um, like uh, there was another black guy. I forget his name. And they kept mixing the two, and then he would just be out, and people would think he was one of the baseball players on the team there. Wow. <laughs> like, there's no black people in Montana at all. Um, uh, yeah. But that, it, it seems like, yeah, like, I like that you were like, it's not all Southern people. I think you're trying to do like a different accent. It's Northern that, people like, too. Ignorant American. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel bad about it because you're like, uh, no, because like, it's the common thing. And, like, I yeah, yeah, you'll, but people laugh over here too. They love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you can do it as well. Like, I can fucking turn up the Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that know. is that more of an ignorant accent? Like like people who generally speak that with that much twang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like okay. in Australia, it's accurate just because like the Australian accent is purely education based. Okay, there's no class, there's no wealth to it. It's just like how far you went along in university is how strong your accent is. Yeah, and like what well, like the inverse of that. Like if you went further, your accent's weaker, and typically. Yeah, if you're less educated, you're probably more racist. Okay. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. Okay. Um, so yeah. what what should I do if I want to increase my hop? Your hop. How do I like hop? Your, Let's your get hustle. some hop tips. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean... Like I, Muggleton wakes up. Don't let these track pants... These track pants <laughs> are he, to throw you off. He does lure you into a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. He's the most nah, sort of chill. Nah, nah. He, sounds, he looks like he smokes a lot I'm of a go, weed. Yeah, but, exactly. But he's like... I, I he don't doesn't. smoke And he makes you think you can slack clear. off. He's yeah. a weed He's like, oh, I'm going to go home and watch Rick and Morty. And you're like, yeah, so will I. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe I'm giving Americans tips on self-belief, but that, I think it's the main <laughs> thing. I just kind of came in here like a high, like that. That I'd learned that. How from, old are you? I'm 30. Um, I, I learned that from going to America and like talking to comedians there. And like, if you're humble, then like you'll get chucked into like the open mic jungle and like you're just trapped in there. But if you go in like, hello, I'm a professional, give me the proper shit, then you'll be given it. Well, I definitely, succeed. yeah, okay, I definitely did learn that. I learned that through living in LA and mm. uh there's a lot of obnoxious people there but a lot of great people there but I did learn that and I did translate that a little bit into there is an element where you have to pull yourself off of those circuits definitely yeah you you have to like you have to be willing to say no to stuff like when I first yeah, came yeah, here yeah. there was six months of me not working very much how long I, have you been going uh about seven years wait what stuff are you saying no to like just like open mic stuff or like just like kind of like this unpaid thing that's got no progression. I believe oh, right. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I learned have, that the hard yeah, way. You sort of have to tell people. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Well, doing you you got to classify yourself and then you got to back yourself to pass the trial. Like that's mm. like the main thing. It's like if you get given that, 10, you got to get the trial. I, I fucked that's up. why I tell everyone. I fucked up two opportunities since I've been here. The rest have been fine. What's yeah. that? Our friendship and what's the other <laughs> one? <laughs> Well, that was just both with you, actually. <laughs> oh, our friendship, and, the and then the second chance I gave you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Double, um, double no, but, bomb for Russell. Uh, yeah, like I think uh, when I first moved over here, I was the first time I had, to, I really had to make a living. I was doing colleges in America, and then I would use the money, and when it would run out, and I was like, okay, I actually can't. I need to get something going, and so mm -hmm. I just made myself. I said, instead of doing open mics, I'm gonna just go to a comedy club three nights a week, just be there. And right. then that led to finally getting a thing. And that's why I tell people now, I go, yeah, you have to, Britain's got a really good system, but you have to physically get yourself to the other one. You, they're not going to like pick you out of the open mic circuit. That's why I tell people, I go, dude, stop doing these like open spots. Yeah. But I think for some people, 
they subconsciously know if I de- if I stop though, I'm not gonna get the t- I'm not gonna do well at the ten, and I have nothing. Yeah, do you know what I mean. So, mm. and if that if you have fun doing that, then do that. I mean, enjoy your it's life. It's just have that fun. thing you got to kind of. I had to cop just like six months of like basically before Edinburgh last year. I got like tour support, which helped me just pay rent. And then who, I, who? an Australian guy, okay, uh, Alex Williamson. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate it. Um, but like, yeah. And then I just had to wait because I'd like pass all my trials on the first three months, pick up like little scraps of paid shit, and then got paid stuff properly post Edinburgh. But that said, I was still like so poor for like the first six months of this Daniel year. Daniel Muggleton shows up. Were you as much of a up. go-getter before you had a fiance? Yes. Okay. I've, I just, in Australia, like there was just, there's nothing there. Like, yeah. so I like built a lot of stuff in Australia that's like kind of kept going since I left. Like the Muggleton? Mug and Kettle Comedy. That's what it was called with this guy, Sam Kettler. Mm. Clever. Um, yeah, not paper, like, not paper cup comedy. <laughs> No, but I'm what? I'm not, it's not like I'm holding on to a grudge. I can remember that for the rest of my life. Aren't you going to be glad that the planet will be alive long enough for you to keep bringing this fucking thing up? Uh, so, <laughs> thank you. That was clever. Uh, but yeah, um, so like that was the first sign up on the night open mic in Australia that we started, and now there's one of those every night of the week in Sydney. Yeah. And then like I started doing like a thing like the Knitting Factory that I just host every week, and that people kind of doing ten, and like all this stuff was like quite revolutionary mm. at the time mm. and it's like people learn it later you're I mean, a go-getter we're all go-getters oh, yeah, we hustle. yeah well um, i mean i'm like a uh, i'm like well i'll get it if i don't have to go that far <laughs> but like very strong stay getter <laughs> yeah <laughs> I will, like, i'll, yeah, I'll get it, whatever throw it over here i'll get it you know, like, <laughs> oh i didn't get it okay. <laughs> oh, Dan, um, oh there goes my we 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 should wrap up um just one question I always ask everybody. If you didn't live in London, where would you live? Any city in the world doesn't need a professional aspect. Just where would you like to live in terms of lifestyle? What's your favorite bit? It's between it's Paris. Paris? Yeah. Wow. I just love Paris. Oh, I'm such man. a typical basic bitch for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... So so basic to like Paris? It is. It's Oh, yeah. It's such a... Like, every girl in America loves Paris. It's very sexy really? city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said Prague, really? the Czech Republic. Absolutely love it. If you haven't been there, it is phenomenal. It is like a beautiful city and it's also like extremely cheap. Mm. Like it's amazing. Mm. But after going home, uh, over the summer, I would, uh, I would live in, um, what, where do they live? They live, my parents live in Arizona, in Queen Creek, Arizona. Mm. I would live there and really? hang out at my parents' house with my brother and his kids and just hang out all day. Loved it. This is wow. good. It was a good time. And what about in the in the UK? If you didn't live in London, where would you go? And my sister and her kids. Sister and her kids. Well, I mean, we know who the favorite is now. But like, <laughs> well, they live in California, so they'd have to move to. Arizona. <laughs> I'd live in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Me, me too. I reckon. I think Edinburgh is the business. It's, I really. Oh, like you said it. city in uh, Britain? Yeah, in the UK, yeah. outside of London. Oh, outside London. Yeah, no that's London. So, well, that's you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right. What would my second choice be? Edinburgh, really? I mean, after I the festival, so. it's like it a ghost town. Edinburgh, Brighton. But yeah, but it's gorgeous. But I don't yeah, like. I don't I like Brighton. Like, Brighton like, bugs me. It is magical. Brighton bugs Why? me a little bit. Just the the the, the, the blue hair yeah. like oh, alternative. Fu- okay, <laughs> the gay. <laughs> so I thought we were going somewhere else. Um. <laughs> Union Jack. Why does it bug you? Homophobic power, Russell. It Hicks. like it doesn't bug me that much actually. It bugged me when I first moved because we have okay because I'm from San Diego mm. and we have places like that and they just I don't I can't even explain it it's just something about that that atmosphere just that's that, what I really that like beachy... about it. it really reminds me of like San Francisco because it's not 
quite. But San Francisco, no, it doesn't remind me of San Francisco. It reminds me of there's this place called Ocean Beach in America and in San Diego, and it's just like, it's just dirty. Mm. <laughs> and it, you know what I mean? And everyone's like, uh, like we're going to the head shop and get the yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. some poster with Grateful Dead bears. I don't know. Yeah, I bet there are like places right outside of Brighton that are like what Brighton used to yeah. be that are better. And, like, mm. Brighton's just become the, like, St. Mark's Place or the Venice Beach of... Yeah. yeah, yeah Brighton yeah. grows on you, though, because, like, I used to think that, and now it's kind of like it more. There's a lot of... There's some cool, like, little um, shops to get trinkets and whatnot. Videos. <laughs> I love trinkets. I love no, I hate, trinkets. I, hate trinkets. I actually like hate Like, videos trinkets. and shit. I mean, like, there's, like, comic book shops there and shit. Yeah. yeah. Good so where would it be? We got... Well, where would I live? Oh, sorry. Um, got it. <laughs> ooh, okay, sorry. Uh, God, I would really love to live in some kind of, like... Uh, Oh, I would like I. You know what I would do? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I? Can I? And like I can get like a pretty big house. Yeah, bro. Uh, I'd go to Cornwall. Mm. Cornwall. And get a big house on the on the like when no one near me. I don't really. <laughs> my me and my girlfriend talk about that all the time. Like I don't like when I see a house in this country that's connected to a house. Yeah. Well, that's bullshit. Mm. What right, is the point want... of that? That's not a house. No, no. The whole terrorists. point of the house. I don't want to hear bleed from some i'm not can only be connected to your house yeah wide open space so yeah we go to cornwall dude and i would just do nothing man literally right. do i nothing. think that's such isn't that such an american thing just knowing what a separate house feels like yeah and then you're yeah, yeah. like why are we attached to other people i know i'm like there's uh, no space that's in, why in, in australia we've got so much space that when you're attached it's actually very cultured like you feel pretty special i yeah. like <laughs> i live like in a terrace back in sydney before i moved and it was like yeah fucking check out our cool house is attached to two other houses <laughs> Uh, that was like it's a point. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like we got nothing but space, dude. You want to? You want a veranda? You fucking get a veranda. Do you want to go all the way around? Fuck yeah. Call it a Queenslander. All right, that has got very Australian. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for coming, uh, Maria. Where can people find you? Uh, MariaShahada.com. Anything to plug? It'll be on my website. <laughs> Beautiful, MariaShahada.com. And Russell? Um, yeah, just Google it. Uh, you Google me. Russell Hicks? Yeah, Russell Hicks. But you're on Instagram now. I've got Instagram now. and uh, what, what is it? Hey, you know what? Content is king. <laughs> As you know. I'm just going to sell out now completely. Yeah, do it. I'm going to be that guy. I was sitting next to someone on the... Like, like I've been on Instagram now. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then uh, fucking sitting next to a like 15-year-old girl on Instagram mm. and on the tube. And I just was like... I, this will never be a thing I like. <laughs> a 36-year-old man shouldn't be on Instagram. But anyway, at Russell Hicks with two S's at the end. They're all moving to TikTok anyway or whatever that's called. I know, dude. I <laughs> am thinking. You're on the TikTok? Hey, sh- let's whisper so that no one sees this, even yeah. though it's being podcasted. Let's fucking get on TikTok before everyone else. I tried. I downloaded it. And I what was do we like, do? I, I don't die. know. It I, looks I horrible. It. it looks so awful. It's short, oh. short videos. It's, it's yeah. for people who went, hey, I wish Instagram was dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were dumber. I hate all of it. Yeah. Sorry, man. I mean, content is king. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to be a good comedian these days, but like, yeah. Fuck all that I, shit. I didn't heard so of TikTok. It's so stupid. And I had a meeting with this like LA agent guy. And he was like, you on TikTok? And I was like, oh my God. What? Dude, because huh? why are we trying to sell ourselves to 12-year-olds? Why are they the tastemakers? Because maker? in right. six years, we'll have a career. Yes. Long game. Long game. No. No? No. They're going to grow up and thank me. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think like. 
they're gonna grow up and go okay you know what yeah like because i think like we were all into stuff like adam sandler movies and stuff like that and you don't really age with that you go oh yeah i used to like that but you it still go with you 100 fresh on netflix didn't you come on what's 100 yeah. fresh his latest special um, you oh, must have good? watched it. I watched clips of it, and I dealt with people. You know, people. I don't. Like, I don't know. I really, I'm a Sandler fan, but I heard it was good. I really did like it. All right, guys, we're finishing the podcast. So wow. We finish it. As you guys say, cheers, I just stuck mate. it to Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> good move. Cheers. You say cheers, mate, at the same time. One, two, three. Cheers, cheers mate. mate. <laughs> I was thinking about my. That was beautiful work. All right, jerk off until next week. Catch you later. Cheers. I am dark and I love my skin and the bones I'm. All right, that was my chat with Russell and Maria. A couple of Americans bringing the energy, bringing the passion. Uh, sorry about the long chat up top about uh, cancel culture and PC and all that stuff. I don't usually indulge it, but I uh, just in my head for some reason, like that's like an American thing. Uh, I don't know why. Like not not that they all agree with it, but I just think that's like that conversation is definitely dominated by American voices in a weird way. Not negative, not positive, but just like that's, you know, when I hear like, hey, you can't say that anymore. Like that's the accent. You're like, hey, hey, sir, you actually can't say that anymore. That's offensive. Like that's like a very American uh, thing. So I was interested to hear their opinions on it. Um, obviously, always nice to talk about talk to people from different parts of America. Had no idea that Maria was from Ohio, Originally, I thought they were both West Coast, Best Coast, but there you go. And it's nice. It's interesting to talk to Americans who come over here because unlike most people, they didn't move here for work, like in, in the comedy community. If you talk to comedians coming to the UK and they're from like, you know, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, like they're coming here because this is the biggest live comedy scene in the world. Um, well, like second biggest with the States. I don't know. It's arguable. It's arguable which one it is. Um, so it's interesting to talk to people who come here because they want a bit of the culture. They want to change. They, you know, maybe, maybe they don't like the U S maybe this thing that I kind of see as like the pinnacle, especially as a comedian, like they see it as a place with a lot of drawbacks, a lot of negatives. So it was always good to chat to them about that. Um, I made up with Russell. Don't worry. We're good mates. I gave him some more reparation cocoa pops like I did after the gig where I told him that we were going to miss the train. But we really were going to miss the train. And we're with Ivo Graham. And I don't know if you know anything about Ivo, but that motherfucker likes trains. And he likes making a train. Uh, anyway, please do get around them. Maria has her own podcast. Uh, I think it's brought to you by Radio Haha, who are great people. Uh, big supporters of me, Radio Haha. So get around that. It's called Frank the Podcast. If you look that up, you can find it. Maria Shahata is the host there. Get around them on Instagram. Uh, get around them on Twitter. And as always, please, if you enjoy the podcast, take the time to give us a big five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It does make a difference, makes us look good, uh, gets more people listening to the podcast. And if we get more listeners, we get bigger guests. That's how it works. That's the system. Guys, uh, it's been a great chat. I'll see you next week. Um, but to take us out, it is the debut, the debut of this single, Sachi Sen, Dark. Did you enjoy the snippet? Well, guess what? Now you get the whole song. If you enjoy that, please do get around her on Spotify. She's got some performances in London coming up. All the information about that will be in the description of this podcast. Cheers, mates. Catch you next week.
Bye. There'll come a time when you'll find somebody doesn't put you first. And there'll come a time when you don't know why you're being hurt. The world is an unfair place and the way they behave, it doesn't make sense. But I'm not gonna let them bring me down Cause I know what I'm worth, I know what I'm worth, yeah People can be fools who think they know exactly what they want They'll make a set of rules, build a cabinet of files and stick you in sultry stare a generally known but color is a card that they won't play in a clear way so i'll say i am dark and i love my skin and the bones i'm in cause they're mine and they're what god gave me dark from the outside in and i'm full of sin for my pride and my vanity vanity dark to my freeborn soul all the hearts i change it for the world Every single day there's a way for somebody to put you down Your ticket as it goes, no one knows you never even
change it for the world Dark and it stays my heart Yeah, it stays my heart Wouldn't change it 